Hello and welcome to uh, Materials Handling Middle East 2021 podcast series, where we keep you up to date with the latest trends and insights into the regional supply chain and logistics sector. Uh, in today's episode, I'm joined by Adverb Technologies co-founder, Mr. Amit Kumar. Amit, welcome. Thanks for having me here. And it's always a pleasure to be involved in Middle East. We had a very good experience last time also. So thanks for having me here. Fantastic. We're glad to have Adverb back. We've got an exciting year ahead. But I guess, firstly, let's start off. For those that don't know who Adverb Technologies are or haven't heard about the company, what's your story? Tell us about Adverb Technologies. Which markets are you currently serving? Okay. So uh, uh, we started this company in June of 2016. So we are nearly five years old with a vision of being a intra-logistics warehouse automation provider, both hardware and software. So from, from, uh, from the background, we, have, we are five co-founders. All of us work together in India's largest paint manufacturer named Asian Paints. So we were part of their projects team setting up large factories and warehouses. Uh, I'll just give you an example that the last factory where we all worked together, when it was built, it was world's largest paint plant. And it is it was fully automated. So uh, uh, so we used to buy a lot of equipment from the, the giants of Interlogistics, warehouse automation uh, providers, giants here. And then we thought uh, that can we do this in India? There was no Indian company uh, building automation equipment. Uh, writing software for warehouses. So we thought, uh, do we do we see a chance here that an Indian company can become one of the uh, uh, one of the uh, solution provider? And we decided we started talking in February of 2016, and June we registered the company. We started small, five people, and uh, slowly we grew. Uh, starting from a two-room office, now we have our own factory, four offices across India. Uh, one in Singapore, one in Australia, one in Netherlands. The next target, obviously, is uh, US. So uh, we are growing. We are 450 people, 450 people strong, with lot of focus on R&D and after-sales service. Yes, manufacturing, supply chain, production, HR, finance, all departments are there. But lot of focus has been on R&D and, of course, after-sales service. We have been doing large projects, and after-sales becomes very important for us. So yes. These are the key pillars uh, with whom, uh, which has been supporting us. And uh, during this journey, we found out that yes, there was a market need for a player like us who can build both traditional automation, as we call it, the stacker cranes or the traditional uh, automation, which uh, people have been doing and the other end, the robotics part. So we built all this mobile robotics, uh, a lot of variants, and the traditional auto automation under one software layer. So that's how, uh, th that's, uh, that's have been our USP also. And we have been, uh, we, have, we have been trying to achieve this. And finally, we did that, we, we started doing large projects under one software umbrella, one hardware umbrella, one hardware provider, uh, doing traditional automation and uh, the flexible automation or the modern automation under one platform. So that has been our story. So, I mean, that's, a, that's a quite a great story. I mean, you guys have seemed to be growing and expanding, going from strength to strength. 
Um, you mentioned a lot about automation that's going to form a, a big theme throughout materials handling this year um, and the technologies around that. Um, looking at the e-commerce market, for example, and it's currently thriving at the moment, a lot of that might be because of the current year that we've all gone through. Um, looking at e-commerce, what are your views on how much more or how more bigger or how much bigger can this market be or what are the opportunities there you think okay so i'll I'll, uh, I'll talk about two things here how we grew into this sector how we went to e-commerce doing automation solutions and the other end is how the uh, the industry as such is growing so when we started we came from a paint company fmcg so we were more into food and beverage where there were bottles and uh, cartons to be handled so we worked there uh, did few projects there then the e-commerce sector in india started was growing they started talking about automation and today more than 60 percent of our revenue comes from e-commerce grocery and e-commerce players retail players right so that's how we when we discovered yes there was a lot of demand and it was growing if you look at the overall industry across different geographies so I, we divide the world into southeast asia India, because we are here, uh, Yami region, taking care of Middle East also, and then the Americas, right? Uh, I'll talk specifically about uh, Middle East here. The industry is growing. E-commerce is growing, uh, especially the grocery part. But if uh, I, I think in in couple of years, uh, the e-commerce retail will be nearly 30% of the total retail in Middle East. This is what we are we see we are seeing that it will happen. And there will be a market for luxury brands e-commerce also, which is not there in other countries, but in Middle East, I see that also happening, that there will be growth in luxury. Because we 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 have we are talking to a lot of uh, a lot of potential customers, a lot of players in this region, and we find out, we found out that. People, the luxury brands also are trying to build their e-commerce network, the supply chain networks for Middle East. They're not very, they're not focusing a lot in other regions on, on the setting up the e-commerce uh, supply, uh, supply chain network, but Middle East specifically, uh, Dubai, Saudi, they are investing their effort to build that network for uh, 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 the high value uh, uh, products to be. Uh, uh, you, uh, to be sold through e-commerce. So that we see happening in this region. Plus, yes, every industry goes through that cycle that once a scale reaches that uh, dependency on manpower, dependency on uh, 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 dependency on a traditional ways of working changes, and that cusp has come for e-commerce in Middle East. Uh, there are a lot of players who are talking of consolidation of their warehouses. There are a lot of players who are thinking of uh, setting up the e-commerce network. There are a lot of players who want to be players in just the logistics part, the last mile delivery and consolidation of orders. So we, we see a lot of people talking about this. And this is how the industry changes. This happened two, three years ago in India. And now we are seeing that happening in the e-commerce space in Middle East also. So that's our view on how Middle East is uh, going right now. That's quite interesting. I mean, you know, I never really thought of or think about the luxury industry and e-commerce and, and people going online to buy certain products or goods um, online. That's naturally, of course, the Middle East is very uh, 
into the luxurious or luxury brands. Um, and I think that ties into my next questions as many companies are looking to embrace innovation and we're seeing different industries and sectors, you know, as you mentioned, the, the luxury, luxury goods. What advice would you give to those visiting materials handling Middle East this year about which warehouse functions can most effectively enhance their deployment of technology? Um, how, what advice can you give about those looking to future-proof their operations? Okay. Uh, so how we divide a warehouse into different components, so I'll name those components. So we talk about storage, how you are storing your pellets or cartons or eaches, movement between different areas, move, uh, move, moving your material from point A to point B, picking, picking becomes very important in terms when you are doing an e-commerce warehouse or a retail warehouse, picking becomes a very important component. Then you have packing, and then you have sorting, sorting as well, sorting primarily for three PLs, where there are a lot of parcels to be sorted across different uh, ge geographical points. So we divide our warehouse into these five points. Now each industry, everyone, let's say a three PL guy who is visiting MHME, he would like to focus on the key component which is there in their warehouses, that is sorting. So he'll focus more on sorting. Now, now sorting is done through robots, so more on robot uh, robotic sorting. Right, somebody like uh, the e-commerce guys who are picking and they want to deliver. Uh, there's a term called OTF on time in full. So they look at their storage efficiencies because they want to store the maximum number of SKUs. They want to uh, deliver the right batch, the right uh, material with the right uh, expiry date. Right, uh, and they want to pick faster and accurately. That their that the, the turnaround time when the order is the person has put an order on the app, uh, the order management system to the warehouse and the material reaching the end consumer. That turnaround time has to be least. So they'll be focusing more on the picking technologies and storage technologies. If there is a manufacturer, let's say somebody manufacturing paints or food products, right? He'll be focusing more on storage. There to dense storage of full pellets, not cartons, because he'll be manufacturing in bulk. Let's say somebody produces eight pellets of uh, uh, SKU-1. How do I store them efficiently? So he'll be focusing more on the storage components. So depending on what industry you are in, you'll be focusing on these five areas. Primarily, a warehouse has these five issues, according to us. And these five areas is where different automation techniques can be used. So people, depending on their industry, will be focusing on these separately. So that's our take on how, uh, what a person should be looking in warehouse automation space. Mm -hmm. There are people who will come with their existing problems also, storage or picking or sorting. So there will be there are different solutions for all these uh, all these areas. So I mean, and that's quite interesting. You mentioned a number of technologies from picking to robotics, sorting. Um, I guess, do you which technologies do you expect to get the most interest out of materials handling Middle East? Or if that's a difficult one to answer, obviously is industry related. What technologies are Adverb planning to showcase, or what are you planning to showcase at uh, materials handling Middle East this year? Okay, so uh, if our analysis of the industry and the region is right then what we are trying to showcase should be the things which the industry wants. That is our that is our motive. That, that, that's what we want to showcase. I think 
that considering the growth in e-commerce because of covid and other uh, reason uh, reasons we see lot of focus on robotic automation in the sense that people want to pick material faster move from point a to point b so there will be lot of uh, autonomous mobile robots in that region plus the sorting part now uh, if you talk about as e-commerce is growing uh, uh, there is a requirement for sorting somebody who was sorting 3000 parcels per hour is reaching now to 5000 6000 and with future in a couple of years reaching to uh, 10000 12000 sorts per hour so that kind of uh, output will be discussed and will be focused now looking at the future 2 3 years so there will be a lot of focus on robotic uh, sorting there will be focus on amrs so we 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 plan to display these components there in mhme now there is another component which is which has taken the center stage in uh, us uh, primarily uh, a bit in europe also is the micro fulfillment center we hear this noise in southeast asia also in australia also there are few people talking about setting up micro fulfillment centers so i see that with uh, a, a micro fulfillment center going live in uh, dubai itself recently we see the every every player in retail sector would be looking at what technologies are available for micro fulfillment center because there is already one which has gone live uh, Uh, so uh, that can be a focus area and we plan to display those technology also which forms a micro fulfillment center and the concept of micro fulfillment center is uh, as the name suggest not large warehouses small warehouses uh, let's say you and i order something on a e-commerce website now uh, usually i get it next day can i decrease that time to 6 hours or 8 hours delivery that can be done using micro fulfillment centers small warehouses inside the city limits where real estate cost is very high but setting up small and because of the data that the the e-commerce player have over time that these are the fast moving sku's can i keep them in the micro fulfillment center so that's if somebody says i want some material which is immediate need can i get it in 6 hours so a micro fulfillment center which is 3 blocks away from the the end consumer can deliver that within 6 hours 8 hours depending on the structure uh, the the uh, the mobility of the, of the people 6 hours 8 hours can the person get that so this trend of micro fulfillment center we see that it will get traction in middle east also and we plan to display those technologies also in uh, mhm this year Fantastic, and, and it is great that what you're going to be showcasing is very relevant to what's happening currently in the market. So obviously, you know, anyone listening to this this session and is planning to visit uh, Materials Handling Middle East this year, make sure you do visit the uh, Adverb Technology stand. So I guess my final question for you, Amit, is what are you most looking forward to um, at Middle Materials Handling this year? Uh, so uh, 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 MHME 2019, when we participated for the first time uh, there, was very uh, was really uh, uh, we we got an entry into this region. We got a lot of people. We talked to a lot of people uh, there, in and we got certain traction because of hosting ourselves in this event. 
we see that happening now now there is some traction because of the last event because of covid also there has been a lot of inbound inquiry uh, now people want to invest in automation so we see that happening that we will get a chance to to meet lot of potential customers current customers and the thought leadership which mhme gives in that region that there are lot of speakers who come talk about the region how it is growing what are technologies so we want to learn that also that are we missing something which we are, which, which which we are not doing till now to get into uh, to get more uh, more projects in mid, uh, uh, in middle east so we see that it it is a good source of that information also a lot of intellectuals coming at one place giving uh, lectures and uh, 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 and uh, we discuss a lot of things we meet our potential customers partners also in the in the region so yes this i have, uh, i look forward to plus Uh, I have not travelled from quite some time because of COVID, so I look look forward to travelling to Dubai also. It has been some time, so yes, that that is going to happen. And of course, meeting people in person is always better than having uh, having uh, having chats online, which we have been doing from last two years. So yes, I look forward to a lot of things in in uh, in MHMA 2021. No, exactly. You know, we're 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 all excited. We're looking forward to materials handling Middle East this year. um coming together back bringing the community together um and to showcase technologies like you mentioned as well we've got some great content at the show and a lot of networking to be had and uh reconnecting with uh old friends and new friends um so amit thank you very much for your time today uh we look forward to hope well we look forward to welcoming you to dubai in november and getting you on that flight over um so again thank you so much Uh for everyone else thank you for listening and if you'd like to subscribe to our podcast series you can follow us on Spotify Spotify um visit us at www.materialshandlingme.com or follow us on all the main social media channels we look forward to welcoming you all to materials handling middle east this november second to the fourth at the dubai exhibition center so this is a new venue in dubai that is built on the expo site. So as you may know or you may not know, uh Materials Hand in Middle East is moving to this new venue and we're part of the Dubai Expo uh this year. So we're really excited to be part of this much bigger event and global platform. So thank you very much and we'll speak to you soon.